Coach. Pumped to be on another episode of Truth Seekers with you in this edition of Coach's Corner. I want to start out by doing something we haven't done before and just thanking our listeners. We have yeah. a growing, growing following of listeners on Apple Podcasts and watchers on our YouTube channel. Check us out at Truth Seekers with Josh and Nick on either channel. Uh, it's growing. Um, I feel like we, you know, people are getting some sort of value or they wouldn't be tuning in. Is that right? Yeah, people show up, they listen, take something from it, right? Like, it's it. There's, think about what's available right now, like everything, anywhere. You can get your hands on anything, right? So there's a lot of stuff that people see. Um, and, you know, sometimes it can be everything in it you love. Sometimes it can be one little thing, but it only needs to be one little thing to change everything. Change one little thing today, it changes your path. When you change your path, you change your destination. I like that. It just takes, you just grab onto something, right? And usually, you know, I'm a firm believer in attracting either what we want or what we need in our life. And at least this is true for me, for whatever reason, when a theme pops up in my life, it keeps popping up, or at least I pay attention to it. So there's some sort of uh, concept going on there that, I, that I, I've chosen to grab onto because I feel like if I keep noticing something, then there's something for me to learn from it. Right. I think, I think it's fair to say, like, the more you see something, yeah, the, the more that it appears to you. you know, if you've got that baseline awareness, first of all, that concept, and secondly, of what you want to be aware of, then you can't help but get more of it. What, is there anything that comes to your mind? What do you, what do you want to be aware of right now? What's, what's happening in the life of Coach Nick Davies? And, you know, what do you maybe focus on in the month of April right now? You know, it's a great reset, you know, like it's a great reset just to take the time and create the space, see what's going on. You know, as, a, as, a, as an individual, as a team, you know, we're into, into Q2, resetting everyone's focus and the dials, as we call them, so everyone's got new areas of action and track specifically. You know, for me, it's that next version of that, like the focus on creating more space, creating more space, saying no to some stuff, being protective of my time, onboarding new assistants to help me create that space. And, and really doing that, I'm looking at my calendar and going, I could probably fit like five more calls in there. And then just realizing that, you know, if I do that, then I'm gonna be back to back for five hours. Don't do that. Like, that's not <laughs> yes, it's available and you keep pushing yourself, like you'll, you'll only get more of that, right? Same concept. So if you're already busy and you, you focus on that, you're going to get more of that. Uh, and so you've got, you've got to take, lever yourself out of it <laughs> and say no to more stuff and, that, and that refocus on what you do want, which is for me, creating space and freedom. I like the words that you use. So maybe explain where that comes from, um, being protective of my time. Yeah. I feel like that's a very intentional uh, statement to make. Well, what does that mean to you? If someone went over to you that you didn't know and said, or even if you did know them and said, hey, uh, can, you, can you give me a hundred bucks from your, from your wallet? Usually the answer starts with N and ends in O. And <laughs> that would be the default response for most people. And I'm sure that like once they get contact, they might give someone some money. But typically we're gonna we're gonna be more protective of giving away our money. Uh, but we tend to give away our time pretty easy. Hey, can you come over here and, and do you look at this? Or can you jump on a call and do that? 
and we tend to give away that money. But I would suggest like that most of our time is worth more than the money that we're going to give. It's not a balanced approach. And that's one thing we're not getting more of. So we want to be very protective, I believe, of that time and what we're doing with it. What what's the outcome of me investing that time? Uh, how does it help me? How does it help others? Does it align with where I'm going? If I invest the time, does that add towards the outcome that I collectively want right now? Which, if you circle it all back, comes back to why we're we doing anything anyway. Do we know where we're going? What's our what's our vision that we're going towards? What we're trying to create here? That's what I mean. We're going to be really protective because it's easier to have our time taken. And that's relative depending on where you are in part of your journey that you're in. If you're just starting something new, then you might have more time than money in that particular setting. And so that might be a different, different level for you. The, the more you tend to do that, the less, the more it tends to be taken. I'm grabbing onto more words. So you said, does it align with where I'm going? You know, that obviously implies that you've been intentional and thought about where you want to go. And I think, you know, we can maybe segment the population to people who have thought about that because there's certainly people out there who don't, right? And that's that's the risk. It's just kind of this tumbleweed. Like, where do I spend my time? I, I could do that. Let me go try that. Let me do that. When you're clear about where you want to go, it makes it so much easier to develop those those barriers or those those boundaries in your life but no, I'm not doing that. I'm going to say no to that. Um, I, I like this person, but that's not an activity that I want to partake in. I'm not going to do that either. Or I like the activity. I don't like the person. You know, the person doesn't align with where I want to go. So I think it all comes down to, like you said, align yourself with where you want to go. And does, does that action get you there? Is that part of the playbook with where you're going? Yeah. Yeah, does it fit in? That's why it's so much easier to make decisions around about where you're going and what you're going to do when you have a, an outcome to get to, right? When you have a plan. And so I think the opposite is true, right? It's easy to make decisions about where you're going when you know where you want to go. If you don't know where you want to go, you're going to tend to be more lenient on giving away that time. Mm. There's no other focus for us. Like, can you spend six hours just like playing around and having fun? Yeah, and you could do that intentionally or unintentionally. The intentional part is, is very different than if you were just, someone said, hey, do you want to hang out? And like six hours later, you still hang out. <laughs> right. And, and it doesn't mean you can't be spontaneous either. I believe, you know, that moment someone says, hey, do you want to do this, hang out? In that moment, right, it's in, it's in the moment of our decisions that our destiny is formed. Ooh. So in that moment, to quote Tony Robbins. In that moment, you get to decide, even if it's spontaneous, do I want to do that activity? And if I do it, then what will it mean? And you can quickly get to a place where you can figure that out in like a moment, right? It's really, it's easy after a while. It's defining what our actions, what that decision to do that or not do that opportunity in that moment, knowing what it's going to mean down the road. There's a bit of intuition implied in there, right? Like, what is this going to give me? Can I can I peer into the future? Still being spontaneous, right? And letting letting yourself have that freedom to make those decisions, but where is it going to lead lead me to? And am I going to like it? Is it going to be a place where I either value or or helps me get to a goal? So something you mentioned, you know, I think of like working out, 
a lot of a lot of people might have trouble sticking to a workout plan. I've had so much more success when my workout plan is aligned with something at the end of it, either a competition or a race or a Spartan run, something I'm working towards because part of what helps that part of what helps me to show up on the days that I, you know, could go either way is visualizing what that, what putting in that work on that day would look like at the end. I think that's so important, you know, and, and there might be another conversation there about visualization. That's something that I'm working on myself with my affirmations and uh, thinking about that sort of stuff. But if, if you're intentional about something, a goal in the future or putting yourself, being able to see yourself in an intuitive way, like I said, in some sort of competition or something that you're, you reframe the workout. If you miss the workout, you're letting yourself down. And it, it, it comes down to a whole other standard than just missing a workout. It's, well, maybe I just lost a step on that competitive day. Yeah. So what do you, what do you do to stack the deck in your favor? It comes down to reasons if you've got one reason to do something even if it's strong there's only one of them and if that on the day you've got more reasons to not do something then you you're not going to do it you've got three reasons not to and one reason to maybe that reason to do it's a bit stronger but i've got three reasons not to tired it's cold I worked out yesterday, stronger than I said I would do a workout today. Or maybe it's not stronger than, look, this is going to get me to my commitment at the end of the month. This is the person who I want to be. This is really part of my legacy. This is how I'm going to show people around me what I'm going to do. Look, this is what I do for a living. And so if I don't do it, then I'm not, I can't, how can I help other people? Mm. But really, this is the person I want to be able to show the people around me, my children, who I am. Suddenly you've got like six or seven reasons. You're like, yeah, babe. It's like more, more. The more reasons you've got, the more, the more chance you've got. And that also comes with the principles we've talked about in many other podcasts or many other episodes before this one is writing things down. Just being really clear about, like, get creative with it. Why, why do you want to work out? You know, let's just let yourself go there. I want to look good on the beach. You know, I want to, I want to feel my best. There's. I think we get removed from the feeling that, you know, working out is just one example, but you work out consistently for a full month, you feel amazing. Your normal changes. You forget what it's like to, to not feel like that. And it's just a context, you know, perception, everything changes at that point. That's when you start to take it for granted. I, I feel like it's even more important than to keep that going, that momentum, because how high do you want to go? You know, and then, and then you're, and then it comes down to just fulfilling your expectations of yourself. If you only see yourself going that far, you'll stop. But if you see yourself in excellence and the embodiment of, of peak performance and, and the best, then you'll keep going. But if you don't see that in yourself, then something, you'll come up with excuses for, for stop, stopping consciously or subconsciously. Yes. Well, think about those limits and think about people that I've known and some sort of resistance I get sometimes to talking to people about wanting more in their life. You probably can think about people in your life right now, coach, and I'm sure people that are listening and watching can think about people in their life. 
none of us are done. I believe none of us are done. We've all way more that we can contribute and create and become. Um, but you can, you can also see it for other people. And it's often easier to see it for other people because you're not there. You're not in the game. Right? That's why coaching is so powerful. But you, can, you don't need to be a coach to see that. Right? You can see that in others. Why, why are you settling for this version of you? That's conversations like that with one of my friends. Why don't, why don't you want to extend? Like, don't, don't you want to be millionaire? And maybe, maybe you don't. Maybe it's not. Maybe I don't want to be a millionaire. But is it? Are you saying that you don't want to be a millionaire because that you genuinely don't want to be a millionaire? Were you saying that you don't want to be a millionaire because you think you can't? And therefore, you've defined it for yourself that you don't want to because that's easier. There's no pain involved in that. I'm comfortable. I'm all right. You hate those words. We know that. You hate those words. <laughs> I didn't want to say comfort zone, but drown. That's the first part. I challenge anyone. It's not about being a millionaire. It's what about what it means, what it signifies. It's just really what we're talking about is being free to live life on your own terms, to create whatever it is you want to create. Imagine, have, imagine every day knowing that you have all the resources that you need and time, money, things around you, and a mindset to execute on it. Yeah. Uh, well, what rings true for me is I think maybe our greatest role as coaches is creating a space for these conversations to be had. Mm. And we talk about all the time that so much of life is just played on the surface. And we talked about this before too. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. Hope you are. I'm like just, just running through life. How are you? Such an important question. So think about, you know, an hour a week dedicated to your success. What could we work on today? What do you want to break through in? Where are we going? What do you want to solve today? How high do you want to go? These questions are not asked to us every day. That's why coaching is so powerful. It's like it, it creates the space for these conversations to be okay. And it's dedicated to just about me. That's what we get to, we get to talk about me for an hour. Great. I'll sign up for that. <laughs> but so, so that's the, the baseline of it. So then it becomes, where do you allow yourself to go? And as coaches, and I'm sure you, you, you know, this rings true for you our senses are just up to listening to, to the, uh, the language, watching the body language. Signs are giving, given every second for whether you believe in yourself or believe in what you're saying is true or you're limiting yourself in your belief systems. And that's our job is to call those out. And is this really true? Just hold up the mirror. Is this who you wanna be? Fine if, if you are, no judgment. But like, this is what I'm hearing. I could see the potential in you. There, there goes the coaching, right? People are in the game, playing the game every single day. Coaches are on the sidelines, removed from the emotion. Uh, they have camera angles from all over the stadium. They're up in the blimp. They can see everything. So to be able to have somebody just check you on these things, you know what? I don't really want that. You know what? I actually want that. Let's talk more about that. And then all of a sudden, there's this momentum building up for the things that I really want in my life, the people I want to be around, the activities I truly want to be doing. I don't want to live my life any other way. I got a little taste of that, and I, I want I want it every day. Oh, it's when you get that little taste, right? It's like ah, open Pandora's box. Like, really, can can it be? Like, can you feel it? Like, can you get that? Like, the first time, 
I think we've all had it like in different places and like levels of our life in different areas. Even if even if we don't feel like we have, right? Part of part of it is being willing to see it for our success, excuse me, for ourselves. Right? Because if you 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 blame yourself and you know we can get into blame another time, but it's an easy to reference because people use that word. For the bad, if you blame yourself for the bad stuff, you've also got to blame yourself for the good stuff. Everything's there. So take take the good stuff, focus on what you've done before to give yourself that feeling that anything's possible. And then explore it and reuse it. Success leaves clues. Mm. I'm getting I'm getting fired up now, coach, because I, I want to go back to right creating those those visions for specificity for people, right? Like something to cling on to, more reasons. The more reasons you have, like it's just, it's just a balance, right? Mm-hmm. The default's going to be the fear and the running away, or the freezing or the fighting. That's everyone's default. That's the programming. Right? That's in there. Like that's the before you put anything in there. That's what we're going to get. Like that's the run and hide away. And that's all right. But we are humans, and we do get choice. I believe it's like we should be compelled to create the best version of ourselves because we can, as well. Mm. Um, I think that's really true. I believe that because I think deep down we all want that. Who doesn't want to be the best, most fulfilled version of themselves? Mm. Yeah, I'd love to hear a different perspective on it. For sure, because then I'm going to get a breakthrough. That's what I believe. Mm. My takeaway from today is that success leaves clues, and I've said it before, but that's something I firmly believe in. And what that says to me is that there's success is just principles, nothing more than that. And it can be applied to anything that you want to accomplish, wherever you want to go, whatever you want to do in your career. It comes down to principles. It comes down to these belief systems. It comes down to understanding how success works. And I think that's what we do as coaches, right? We, we, we implement these principles and then we teach people maybe when they're not utilizing them to the best of the abilities or when they're, they're going against the grain with these principles, hey, we've, we get more of what we focus on. You keep talking about all the stuff that you don't want in your life. Can we talk about something else? What do you want to talk about? Let's actually focus on something else. So something that, that's going to serve you. So that's my takeaway. Success leaves clues. It's about principles. If you want more of this stuff, check us out at our website, proadvisorcoach.com. Get more of these podcasts into your into your subconscious. Start programming the goodness of what's out there in the world. There's so much suffering. There's so much bad. Get more of this stuff injected into your veins and start living it. Embody it every single day. Nothing else to say. Sign it off with that, Coach. Love it. Yeah. Have a great week, Coach. We'll see you next week. Yeah.